Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Hello there. You just tuned into In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin, and I'm here with Cassie Cho,、yeah. who's an independent journalist and also audience strategist. She's also the founder and editor in chief of Almost, which is an Instagram-first media outlet. Uh, focusing on world news stories for young people. So let's welcome Cassie. Hi, Cassie. Hi. Okay. So, so happy to be here. Yes. Now you said that you、um, studied、uh, communications. Yes. Right. And this was、um, actually in New Zealand because you wasn't it?、Uh, no, I I grew up in New Zealand. Oh, you grew but, up in New Zealand.、Um, I studied、uh, communication studies at UCLA in the states. Oh, in the states.、Oh, okay, right, right, right. And then, but you didn't stay in the states, though. No, I just went there for college,、yeah. and then I came back to Taiwan,、um, mm-hmm. where I got my first job out of college at ICRT, the <laughs> other radio the station, other, yeah, the other English, English radio station English, in、right. Taiwan.、Mm-hmm. I was a news anchor there. News anchor.、Oh, okay, and you were there for three years. You were saying something、uh, like that. I think it was around almost two years. Okay, all right. Did you like that? Yeah, I mean, it was really.、Uh, I think like I've always been someone who wanted to work in media because I really like you know sharing information with other people, and I really like people. And I think and the whole thing that the whole point that I got into media was because it's really cliched, but I wanted to like change the world and like do something, <laughs> make it a bit better. And I always wanted to you know be a teacher actually. And then I remember in high school I was talking to my teacher about this, and、um, he said, "Have you thought about journalism because you can reach a lot more people and like." Um, bring about sort of more larger scale change, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So then I sort of looked into it, and then that was why I went into communication studies.、Oh. Um, but yeah, it was cool to be able to sort of wor- actually like work in a media job outside of like writing for the college paper. Oh yeah, right, of course. So、um, you were thinking about becoming a teacher to to teach journalism? No, just teach like kids. <laughs> okay, so you also like kids too? Yeah, I like kids.、Um, I like you know. Just being able to, you know, help people to learn about the world. Are you more into reading news or writing news or, or talking about news? I don't know. I just、um, want to ask you this: reading, writing, or talking, or anchoring, or anchoring. <laughs>、um, I think I like all aspects of it because I think there's different aspects of it. Like, like each thing has a different. A specialty to it,、mm. a special thing to it, where it's、okay. like you know when when it's reading, it's like okay, I'm learning about something that I potentially may not know about, and then if it's writing, it's like okay, now I'm. Putting into process like the thing I'm processing the things that I've learned and I'm trying to break it down in a way that makes sense for other people and I'm trying to explain what the concepts behind it and what they need to know and then when I'm anchoring it's about you know how do I deliver that as well in a way that also visually sort of makes sense or you know orally、um, if you're on radio for example. <laughs> it's really interesting that your teacher、um, you know suggested that you study journalism because she thinks that. He, she, he. Yeah, okay. That you can reach a bigger audience because you want to change the world. In, in what way? I mean, how old were you when you're thinking about changing the world? <laughs> how old were you then, first time when you thought when you have that thought? Um, 
I don't know, probably quite young. I think I just like read a lot of books and watched a lot of movies and consumed a lot of media. So I was like, you know, you know, and then you watch these like really feel good movies where they're like, oh, you know, look at this person who was able to like, you know, bring about this change and like make things better for everybody. Oh. And, you know, I really sort of was really that sort of resonated with me. And I think as someone who just really likes people, I think that was just like, you know, being able to see that, you know, for example, you've helped someone with something, you've been able to teach someone something that they previously didn't understand that really sort of brought me a lot of joy. And so I was sort of like, oh, you know, teaching kids is something that I always sort of was doing anyway, just teaching kids English. Um, And I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed seeing them grow and seeing them sort of learn about the world and, you know, shape their own perspectives and, you know, form their own opinions and all those sorts of things. So when you say that you want to change the world, you actually want to change people or or the environment? I guess like people... (laughs) Are, well, will shape, you know, the future of the world. So right? you want to become another world changer. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Never okay. thought of it that way, but. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now actually you are the founder of um, Almost. Mm. Um, so it's this Instagram first media outlet. Now, why the name Almost? Sure. Uh, So it was a I really struggled with sort of coming up with a name for it at the beginning, (laughs) because, um, you know, it's, you know, you could have like very sort of generic names where it's like world news or something. (laughs) But I, you know, wanted it to be a little bit more than that. And obviously, one of the things that I really focus on when I'm sort of working as a journalist is always thinking audience first. And so the audience of almost is young people and especially young women, because as we've sort of seen, you know, young people are the ones who are like taking to the streets and like protesting and like instituting change and like, you know, bringing awareness to all of these issues that, you know, they sort of they, that like you know the world needs to know about and so um, I ended up choosing the name almost because it's basically sort of targeting um, audiences who are sort of in between a stage of like you know then they're, they're like kids they're not quite kids but they're also not quite adults so they're uh, sort of in uh, young women especially who are sort of in this state of like almostness and then it also sort of reflects the um the type of content that we cover, the stories that we cover, because it's about people who are fighting for a better world, who are um, sort of, that's like almost there and trying to make it better because a lot of the topics that we cover, we lean really heavily into like politics and like social justice and human rights um, and women's rights and all of these issues that, you know, are about sort of fighting for like a more equal world. Hmm. It's interesting that you want to focus on, you know, like bringing world news to young people so they can understand in a better way. Uh, to me, it sounds like, you know, are you using simpler English to make it understandable to the young people then? Uh, yeah, I think it's 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 sort of like that, but it's a little bit more complicated where it's like, we want to, first of all, the tone you speak to the audiences is really important. So obviously, like, we don't want to be like patronizing or condescending or talk down to our young audience and be like, oh, this is too complicated for you. Like, don't worry about it. You know, mm-hmm. you're too young for this. But it's more just like sort of making sure that we speak very conversationally and we speak very like genuinely. And so um, a lot of times the headlines and like the way that we write and the way that we sort of position topics is very sort of uh, it feels very personal. So it feels like, oh, it's like a friend who's telling you about something that they learned today versus like you know uh headline headline speak where it's like oh uh five casualties confirmed in shooting sort of thing like that's not something that people would say in real life we might Mm -hmm. be like there was a shooting here and there were five and then five people are dead for example Mm -hmm. um so i think it's very and then it's also sort of how the uh, stories are presented visually so sometimes we'll create 
um, videos or we'll use photos. It's not just necessarily like here is a 1,000 word article, mm. um, which is also super important, obviously. Right. Um, but it's more sort of thinking about where young people are spending their time. And then like the strengths of those platforms like Instagram and TikTok, for example, are super visual. So it's like, how can we use these visual formats in order to, um, you know, and adapt that for our sort of topics to make sense for the audiences on this platform? So it doesn't feel like you know, if I'm scrolling along on TikTok and then I see this like really super polished video, I'm probably not going to engage with it because it feels like an ad. But mm. then, you know, if it feels natural, it feels like something that I would see, you know, amongst all of the other videos that I'm seeing, then, you know, young people are probably going to be more mm. likely to engage with that. So I think there's a lot of sort of factors at play here where it's just really sort of trying to put yourself, put your audience first and then sort of understanding, you know, as how do they spend time on these platforms? How do they consume the news and how can we, you know, take Take, deliver the news to where they are mm. in a way that makes sense to them. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. I'm speaking with Cassie Cho, the founder and editor-in-chief of Almost, which is a Instagram-first media outlet focused on world news stories for young people. So actually young people all over the world are like going on your platform to understand, um, should I say, news in Taiwan? Yeah, I think... Uh, but you do also cover international news, right? Yeah, yeah we okay. cover um, world news. So basically, um, uh, we don't really focus as much on U.S. news because there's already so much, you know, U mm. U.S. media has is very saturated already, you know. Yeah. And so we focus on sort of uh, telling stories of like underreported and, you know, sort of underrepresented uh, communities and their stories. So like we try to cover stories from all around the world where it's like, you know, places in Africa and Middle East and Southeast Asia and Asia. Um, we're based in Taiwan, so we do have... Have, we do tend to cover a lot of news from Taiwan mm -hmm. um, because we're here. And then also I have a soft spot in my heart for New Zealand because I was there. So obviously <laughs> there's a lot of New Zealand news as well. Um, but I think in general, we try to make sure that we're just sort of showing the diversity of human experiences that sort of exist around the world. Because I think from my time of having covered the world news for like, I don't know, uh, three or four years now, I've sort of just seen there's a lot of sort of commonalities even though like you know every in every community has its own struggles has its own stories has its own history and experiences that are very unique to it but there are a lot of like commonalities that run across you know continents countries um you know where it's like you know people women around you know women in poland are fighting for their rights to abortion as are women in Ar um, in argentina who actually leg legalized abortion at the end of 2020 um and latin america for example and it's just really interesting and then you know to see that like I think it helps people to see that, you know, you're, you're not so alone in like your fight and that there are, you know, this, there's sort of this like unifying thing where, you know, people around the world are all trying to sort of make the world better in a way. Mm. How do you go about um, collecting all these um, international news stories that you might want to do it in a day? I mean, there's so much, but... What's the first thing you do when you get up in the morning? Um, you, yeah, <laughs> tell, tell me, you know, a, a day's life of Cassie. Sure. <laughs> well, I force myself out of bed. <laughs> no, first of all, I check my phone. So obviously, um, check all my push notifications, see if there's anything like important news that has happened. Um, so I read like a lot of the news that like I read the New York Times, I read the Guardian, I read the BBC, CNN, I basically do a skim of like everything that sort of happened overnight in terms mm. of like world news. And 
And then I also make sure that, you know, we're spending time on social media where like we're also looking at news that isn't necessarily that mainstream media has covered because, you know, there are a lot of these like cool stories come out of like social media where it's like, oh, just this average uh, this this mom in, I don't know, in, um, I don't know, Poland decided to do something nice for her kid and went viral or something like right, that. Right. And so um, we I also check like social media. So I check like Instagram and I check TikTok and I check um, Twitter and That's Facebook. That's a lot Facebook. of checking. Yeah, there's just a lot of like... By I, yourself, just one person um, or you've got... I, do, I have a team um, okay. who also help. And so every day, everyone just sort of, if people are seeing stuff, they throw stuff in. And so... How um, many of you are on the team? Uh, I have a team of, I think, around six or seven people who are part-time okay. who okay. work with me on August. Yeah. Yeah, um, and wow. yeah, a lot of them are students um, mm, oh. who are also, you know, keen to learn about news and yeah. media. Um, yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> Actually, now you were saying that you're doing this like on TikTok and everything. So how how long is each news report that you have in a day? Uh, um, so if it's like a video, usually we keep it under one minute. Mm, so okay. that's sometimes a, a challenge because you're trying to break down a really complicated topic like you know if there's like a coup somewhere you have to like explain the history of the coup I know um, and then sort of like all the events that have happened around it so I think actually working on radio really helped me with this like scripting where you have to write in really short sentences yes, for radio yes. because people forget what you've said by right. the time you reach the end so <laughs> right. I think that really actually my time at ICRT really helped me with like being able to write in really concise ways yes um, so yeah 30 minutes I'm oh, sorry not 30 minutes 30 seconds, <laughs> seconds to like one minute and yeah. then if it's like an Instagram carousel it's like you know we've got a headline we've got like photos probably like 10 photos and okay. then like we're limited to 2002 200 characters on the Instagram caption. Oh, okay. I thought you you kind of like set that yourself. No, no, no. It's, it's Instagram, on Instagram. Like you can't post longer oh. than 2,200 <laughs> characters. I see. Okay. And besides, I think it's a plus that the fact that you talk very fast. Yeah, I do. I know. I, this is an you issue. Know, you can cover a lot in a minute then. I think I... You talk yeah, because so uh, I didn't... I, I don't think I used to talk this fast, but then <laughs> I started having to post stuff for Instagram. Um, previously, I was doing this series on at, while I was at BuzzFeed. Um, it was called Woman Crush Wednesday. And basically, every Wednesday, I was running the BuzzFeed at World account, which was also sort of covering world news. Every Wednesday, I would sort of... Um, I'd highlight three to four women who were making headlines around the world that week sort of uh, to serve the young women audience to give them role models and sort of mm. you know let them understand you know the struggles that women are facing and all the accomplishments that they've made um, and it was it was an Instagram stories series and that was limited to 15 seconds per slide and so oh. <laughs> I had to talk about one woman in 15 seconds and so that's probably like two to three sentences but you also want to be able to cover that so I think I just trained myself to talk super fast now and <laughs> I struggle really to slow down. It amazes me how fast Cassie talks, but she's just perfect as a journalist then. It just amazes me too just how she hardly stutters, but it's obvious that she really loves her work. Well, tune in again next week as we continue to speak with Cassie Cho, the editor-in-chief and founder of Almost, an Instagram news media for young people. For In the Spotlight, I'm Shirley Lin. Yeah.